0: Hello, and welcome to Leveling Up with Love. I'm your host and mindset coach, Mary Howard. Inside the podcast, we will create awareness, discuss thought management, and other actionable life strategies to have you leveling up on life with love and compassion for yourself and those you love. If you find this valuable, please like, leave a review, and share. When you're ready to apply this to your life specifically, connect with me for a no-obligation consultation call. Enjoy the episode. Hello, and welcome, and welcome back. And thank you for being here. I love that you're finding the content valuable. The interesting thing about personal development is sometimes I think there's this myth that like once we open up to personal development, everything will just be resolved immediately. And those of us that are in this realm that orbit together here, we recognize that this personal development journey is ongoing. And once we embark on this journey, we really need even more support. It's almost like the more you know, the more you realize what you don't know, right? So it's like we, we, we know what we know, we are open and continuing to learn and grow. And that's what the journey is all about. Like, who are we in this process of learning and growing and expanding? And then who do we connect with in that process? Our expanders, our amplifiers, people that we put in our space, in our orbit, with intention that keep us moving in this right direction, in the direction that we now feel is aligned. I'd rather use the word align than write per se. But either way, you understand what I'm saying. So I'm so glad you're here. And another tidbit that I was reminded of last week in doing some brain research is that the brain will very often goes, when it goes to a negative thought, for us to correct or to redirect or to interrupt that thought, we actually need three opposing positive thoughts. So I would encourage you this week to give yourself a little homework assignment of jotting down three positive affirmations, three positive thoughts that you want to be thinking and just have them accessible for you. These are the types of brain exercises that help us make shifts and help us keep us in moving in that expansive direction. That being said, I also send a weekly email to support the pod content and give additional helpful tips or sometimes asking powerful questions, but always giving some form of disruption to our default mode or interruption in a way that helps us in our growth, just bringing more awareness. So you definitely want to be on this list. Go ahead over to my website, mary-howard.com and get yourself on that list. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the art of making mistakes. And this applies in all areas of life when we make mistakes. Like if you're recovering, people pleaser, someone who feels responsible for everyone, have perfectionist tendencies, like basically if you're human, right? And in this space, we're all, we've experienced some form of trauma in life. And these are some of our survival patterns. You definitely want to listen. Specifically, we're going to talk today about the mistake or the perceived idea that experiencing divorce or even sometimes a breakup, right? We find ourselves questioning everything. I see this all the time. And I know I did this also. Like, did we make the right decision? What could I have done differently? What should I have done differently? What if I made mistake? What if I made a mistake right in the decision or in some action that led to the current circumstances? Will I be alone forever? Like the rabbit hole of thoughts begins, and like I said in the beginning, we need to really be aware of these because we have to help shift the brain that is always looking to solve for problems. So when a relationship ends, we often find ourselves ruminating, overthinking in these perceived mistakes. And it's so human because then you give the brain this problem, like to solve that it perceives as a problem. And then we just start with this overthinking and this questioning and we stay stuck in this area. Like, how did we get there? Why did we waste so much time? It just goes on and gone on. And we want to honor this for a variety of reasons. Right? because it happens for a variety of reasons. So we want to honor this. I mean, last week I sent an email with a spelling error and my default is freak out mode, right? Like type A perfectionist, no room for silly errors, no room for error, period, especially silly ones. Like we don't like these. Perfectionists like stand up. We think all the things, we feel all the feels when this happens in our body, in our mind. The more we're aware, the more we are able to notice this, which is so helpful because it's like now we can observe it from a space of, hmm, okay, right? I feel my mind going into like, oh my gosh, freak out mode. And then I feel my body and I feel like embarrassment, shame, Right? i made a mistake to i am a mistake we we don't typically like making errors even when they're actual errors right and we can prove them to be true so then when we when we go into these spaces of endings of relationship the magnitude of open-endedness like the the floodgates just open in the mind and we think of every single thing. And what do we feel? We feel judgment, blame, embarrassment, guilt. I remember this so clearly. When I made this spelling error last week, all of this kind of, as I observed it from now with a lot more awareness and knowledge and resources, it, it brought me back to that time in life when I was just overthinking and ruminating and questioning and wondering and I'm like a totally different person now. But I remember during that divorce transition and decisions and my constant thought being like, did I do the right thing? Is this a mistake? Back and forth. And the problem is that these questions, they plague us Like for hours, days, months, years if we allow it. And it keeps us stuck. But with some gentle awareness, we can identify that although this may not feel true for you right now, like what if nothing has gone wrong, right? Nothing has gone wrong. And we can warm up to this idea that like we're human, and we can make progress and the more awareness we create the more this makes sense so stay with me and i remember and if you've been with me you know louise hay has been very very impactful and influential in my life and through this time of transition for me i discovered her so thankfully <laughs> i discovered her and one phrase that she always liked to say that i started saying and repeating is out of this situation good will come out of the situation good will come out of the situation good will come because when we're going into we're going into the vault we're going into the things that are no longer current or even relevant it also keeps our attention when we let our attention flow there our energy goes there and so that keeps us in this space of like it's like be it's like walking in the dark. Right? You're like walking around in the dark because you really can't ever know any of the answers to these questions that we're asking, right? There's no like outside there's no there's no um what am I trying to say like you know, It's not going to be like, in. it's going to come to you in this conversation, in this ruminating like, oh yes, you know what? You did actually do the right thing. You did actually make the wrong mistake. That was in fact wrong. Yeah. Like it's not going to happen like that. It's like walking in the dark and looking for like an earring, you know? Like you're going to feel around a little bit. You might think you find it, but it, you're not finding it, right? And so then we want to turn on the light. That's what we're doing here. We can turn on the light and see now, like, okay, where do I want to go? Right? Because the longer you stay in that gray area, the longer we stay in the dark, it's like torture for ourselves, sometimes for the other people around us, depending on, you know, what kind of boundaries have and have not been set. It keeps everyone in confusion. And we miss so much of life because we're not present. We're in what's happen before us. And then anything sometimes that we're thinking of in the future is just rooted in that fear, right? Or scarcity. And so this leads to emotions of regret, embarrassment, again, like the indecision, sometimes even more pressure. And this can lead to some anxiety, depression, even just in looking back. And what do we tend to do when we're feeling these things? Well, you can pick your vice, right? We overspend, we overeat, we overdrink, we maybe go backwards in relationship or we start questioning things not for the right reasons. And then we see ourselves either dating the same type of people or going back to old relationships, that aren't healthy, aren't helping us grow. So we end up wasting even more precious time. And then we're also blocking what is for us, what is to come. So these And these actions, they don't typically come from thoughts of growth or movement. They come from fear, loneliness, scarcity. And again, just taking a moment to even placing your hand on your heart and acknowledge, like, you're a human. This is human. This is part of our survival strategy. We want to solve for this. We want to solve for things that we don't feel are quote unquote right. And for many of us, this stems from our childhood also, because if we did experience traumas, we, we noticed things around us that did not feel correct, right? Here we go again with the right and wrong, but like we knew something wasn't right or something blatantly wasn't right. And we internalize this when we're younger, we internalize this as like, we need to fix it. It has to, there's something wrong and we need to either fix it or there's something wrong with us. Right. And if we were just perfect, if we never made a mistake or if we just stayed quiet and we were quote unquote good. Right. Like especially us women, like we are so socialized that like, we just want to be good and polite and kind and nice to everybody. Like so much of this has been modeled for us. We've been, it's been socialized like into us. Right. Right. And then from these spaces, like you can't be perfect and make errors at the same time. So that's like a complete disconnect. And that's when the panic mode goes in, right? All the alarms go off. Like, no, you cannot have what society would perceive as failure in relationship in marriage. Again, not necessarily that that is true. It's neutral. But this is all, these are all the thoughts, all the stories, right? So when we're in circumstances, when we're in our youth that we we are not able to control, we look at it as something that we need to do to fix or something is wrong with us. So if we're just like perfect all the time and great, then, you know, maybe that'll help things. Maybe that'll fix things. So there's so many reasons, like there's so much to explore in this area of why this may happen for you, like this overthinking and ruminating, et cetera. And this is the beautiful work we do in coaching because it varies for all of us. Like I'm bringing up things that resonate with me and from what I've observed and what we see in research, there's a lot of different reasons and causes. And we all develop our own survival strategies just to make it through. Again, this is us. We are here for survival, right? This is how we have stayed alive as a race, as a human race. And even things like separating from the pack, right? Right when we divorce, when we separate, when we have a breakup, especially if you've lived together, you've spent time, long periods of time together, your families are connected, right? Our traditions are are connected. And like way back when, as the brain was developing, separating from the pack could have meant death. So this is even in our DNA that like we're going to feel this fear, this scarcity. And so we want to acknowledge this, like divorce is perceived as this failure. There's so much judgment, it's separation. It could be loneliness. It could like in our, the rooted, deeply rooted mammalian brain, which i I mentioned all the time in here. So now you know what I'm talking about the lizard, right? The lizard is like freaking out. They're like, Whoa, we're separating. Like what's going to happen here? Are we going to die? Literally, this is some of the things that are happening like all the way down in the non-conscious. So acknowledging that, right? First of all, it's fascinating. And it also it gives us a little bit of space to step outside of it, right? Because we want to not acknowledge it like, oh, yes, like, of course, of course, I'm going to be feeling like this for a- these reasons and a whole bunch of others that we could continue to list, Right? Like defense mechanisms exist for a reason. If we didn't experience a lot of compassion, like we have to now do that for ourselves. The when when I'm experiencing, you know, things like embarrassment or feeling judged or self-criticism, I feel like I'm, that gets into that shame space for me. Like my my belly gets hot, and then it just kind of like. Whew, it just starts to spread. And I get like this, like everyone's going to experience their this differently. But for me, it's like almost like a little, like, like a tingling, but not like a warm and fuzzy tingle, like a, like burning, like, like, um, discomfort, not, not nervousness per se, but just like this, like, Ooh, something's wrong. I'm wrong. Like all the things. Right. And so as we become aware, like even with the, with the email that I was mentioning to you with the spelling error, it's like, I notice it now right away. And I see my brain going to like, oop. All right. But instead of staying there and now in bringing it to the relationship space, like instead of staying there with this awareness, now we can first, we can practice some self-regulation right? Through mindful breathing, can just placing the hand on the heart, you know, just being like reminding your body, your physical body. This is what self-regulation is, y'all. And it is so powerful and underrated. (laughs) Connecting with yourself, giving yourself a little self-hug, putting your hand on your heart or even your belly, wherever you're feeling it and just like breathing into that space. Like we're safe now. It's okay. And even if it doesn't feel okay, like we can figure this out. You see how it goes from like the feeling into the thoughts and we shift into these spaces when we're aware. This is the power of awareness. This is the power of coaching. This is the power of self-regulation, breathing, breath work. Because the nervous system, these responses are so deeply rooted in us, all And again, depending on how you know you've evolved as a human and what you saw, experienced, etc., like this is in ourselves. And that's okay. I know it sounds maybe overwhelming and daunting, but it can shift. It doesn't take us another 43 years to, you know, make improvements. No, because again, like when these, when, when now, when I make a mistake, you see the birds, I hope you hear the birds because even they're in support of this, it's like we can connect with the self and come back, come back. Remember like, no, I'm in a safe space now. It's hugely, hugely beneficial. Okay. And these shifts, they get quicker. But this, this whole idea of confusion and decision, what would be more helpful? So we connect in our body, right? And then to disrupt this ruminating, this overthinking with just simply acknowledging yourself, like, of course you feel this way, right? There's, there's, there's what happens, what society thinks should be happening what your family and your loved ones think should be happening, what you think might have, should have been happening. my beautiful person in my life likes to say, should does not exist. <laughs> so now what? Right? So now what? Oh, and we also have our hindsight bias. Like we think we should have known everything better, like all the things. But when we learn to navigate what we refer to as failures or mistakes in relationship as data points, as an opportunity to explore, as a means to inform us, like evaluating future choices, new boundaries, et cetera. We can approach any situation with more love and compassion for the self and where appropriate others, because how we treat ourselves ultimately will manifest in other relationships. And then from but in while we're still in this space, from here we can get curious because there's so much wisdom here. There's so much opportunity to connect with yourself in body, in mind, and spirit. Like who do I want to be for myself in this experience? How do I want to show up for myself? What do I want to feel? What do I need to feel to move through this? Because what's interesting, and I've really become very attuned to this is things that are not always necessarily warm and fuzzy. Like for example, courage, bravery, right? Things that move us in a new direction, those feelings, those emotions, they vibrate very similar for me through the body and they may for you as well. So like shifting from that fear and recognizing, you know what, maybe this is my body informing me that I need to notice this, and now what can I do with it? Can I use this feeling of fear? Can I shift this into bravery? Can I recognize like what I'm doing right here is powerful, and I need me right now? I need me to show up in this present time, in my new space, in my new reality, and I need to feel and I want to feel and I'm going to feel and I am feeling powerful and brave and courageous. And yeah, also maybe scared. And that's okay too. Right? Just but this using this as an opportunity to go inward and connect. Like, how do I want to feel? What how do I want to experience this? What I what do I want to? move through life at this point now? Like, what might I need to believe about myself for this to be possible? Can I believe that I'll always figure it out? I provide my own safety. And what might I be creating for myself if I wasn't criticizing? I love to ask myself that question. Like when I feel in my, in the brain, when you feel in your brain, like you start to go to criticism, you're like, hold on now, hold on. If I wasn't wasting time in criticism, right? For all the reasons that we know, okay, give yourself a hug. It's cool. Thank you for those thoughts, brain. Now, what do I actually want? What would I like to create? How do I want to practice that? What will I no longer tolerate, and how do I practice that now? That's a big one. For example, like with boundaries, with love. We often feel like we can't practice these until we're in a relationship, and then when we're in a relationship, we're like, "Whoa, this shit is hard. Yeah, it is. But we have opportunity to practice these things every single day. So how can I practice setting boundaries now? How can I practice giving and receiving love now so that when my person, my my new person comes along, I'm in a position to experience that fully. I hope this is helpful for you. And this experience for me, the transition, the divorce experience, I learned so much through this and coaching just like skyrocketed my ability to make progress in this area, to move forward in my own life, to expand, to grow, and just learning to adjust with so much more efficiency. And that's why I'm here doing this work. And so I, I encourage you to warm up to the idea that you get to decide this now. Like we get to decide after all of these, all of the, how does it go? Will the chips fall or what have you? Like we get to decide how we want to move forward. And it's not just about the single decision. It's not just about the divorce. It's about who you are in the experience and thereafter and how you move forward and how you show up for you and who you wish to be in this new phase of this, precious and beautiful life that we get to love and live and enjoy and embrace. I hope this was helpful for you. Until next time, be super well. Take good care. Thank you for sharing this time together. Are you ready to level up on life? with love and compassion for the self connect with me at mary-howard.com mary-howard.com connect for a consultation call and no obligation consultation call we'll spend some time exploring where you are right now where you'd like to be and how one-on-one personalized life coaching will get you there